Chapter 1. Mariah. July 2nd, 1867. That morning, just as the world stirred in a light breeze, there had been a difficult birth. The new mother gasped in pain, but at bedside Mariah listened beyond that. She listened to the air around her, trying to breathe so slow and light that she could hear only the blood in her head. She heard the rest of the world clearly, the sounds of cutlery on plates in the nearby fancy house, and the rattle of feet far off out on the street. When a baby was on its way, right when it was about to enter her world, Mariah became vigilant, her senses more powerful. She was the guard at the gates, the lioness with her nose in the wind and her teeth bared. It's a hard, hard world, child. You will need help. And then she heard the servants whispering in the kitchen by the wood stove. She heard out in the street. Won't be no nigger speeches here, you mock my words. They'll lose the gumption, you'll see. They'll run away. They don't know what's coming. One of the maids, Emma May, whom the family had brought from Nashville, whispered to one of the kitchen boys, Go run and get Dr. Cliff. She would have the whole thing finished by the time Dr. Cliff staggered down the street. She took stock one more time. The sounds spun around her, none of them threatening. The way was clear and safe. The signs were right. Come on, child. Come into the world. She didn't believe in spirits. But whatever it was that charged the air between Mariah, mother, and baby, what the old souls had called Hanks, spoke. Now Mariah felt the threat, which she wanted to deny but couldn't. This one isn't like the rest. There's something wrong. The life has flowed from her, the blood has gone. In all things but this, Mariah had left talk of Hanks and powers behind. That was old business, her mama's wisdom and tradition, her mama had never known freedom. Believe this, though. Better get that baby out right now or it dead. The top of the baby's head had appeared. She slid her long fingers on either side of the child's head, guiding and not pulling. Mrs. here it comes. You got to help me now. Evangeline, the magistrate Elijah Dixon's much younger wife, all of twenty-seven years old, had her eyes closed and would only shake her head. Mariah slapped her hard on her thigh, twice, and Evangeline struggled and clenched and wailed. The voices got louder, but Mariah couldn't make out the words. The top of the baby's head had gone a deep, deep purple. Mrs. Evangeline pushed. Mariah inserted her fingers between the baby's neck and the cord she knew must be drawing closed around its throat. The baby slipped a little farther out. Mariah could see the cord wrapped and knotted like a snake, and when she stretched it away from the child, she thought she saw the purple fade. She coaxed the baby on, just a little farther, until the whole head had emerged. It coming, missus! She heard a voice behind her, Dr. Cliff. How did he get here so fast?
The cord! He shouted. Step aside! Mariah knew what needed to be done and would not move away. Where was her knife? Too late for that now. She got her teeth on the cord just at the side of the child's neck. She felt the baby's cheek on hers, smooth and soft. Afterward, she would think of this as the true moment of the child's birth, when she bent down and felt him on her skin, barely alive, but whole and true and human, his soft and crumpled ear folded up against her own. A woman could live her whole life and never be so close to a child, not even one's own. Not like that. She bit hard and threw, freeing the cord, and the baby began to slide fast into her hands. Dr. Cliff tried to push her aside, and she cursed him like she cursed a mule.